Um, my name is Monique, um, and it is so good to see you all here tonight, um, uh, to be amongst family um, and, and friends, and well, we're basically all family, aren't we? Um, uh, so I have, um, like we said earlier, I've been part of this church, by the way, for um, uh, 14 years now, I think it is. Um, so I was, I was tiny when I started, and I just sort of... I don't know what happened. Um, <laughs> and for some reason, it only took me till now to intern at church. Um, uh, but it's been such a massive privilege to be um, a part of, of the family and of the staff as well. And, um, and just uh, being part of, of church ministry. We're all in full-time ministry. Can I just say that? Everybody's in full-time ministry. Just some of us work for church. Um, and, and so I, I got the incredible privilege to be a part of that this year. Um, uh, and, and I think one of the things, one of my biggest learnings this year was that I'm very human. Now, <laughs> you're looking at me like, yeah, Monique, you are. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I knew it was human, like theoretically. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I was being made very aware of it this year, um, and and I think there's God always um, brings stuff up in your life uh, um, to help you realize that more and more, and help you realize how much you need Him and how much you need to be dependent upon Him to do day to day. Um, and and so I had uh, some of you know my story. I've had a really rough year um, with the passing of a friend and uh, an operation just a couple, well, three or four weeks ago. That um, praise God, I'm I'm halfway to fully recovered, which is great. <laughs> And I can talk and my face looks human. Um, <laughs> um, uh, but uh, one, of, one of the people that I like very much in the Bible, um, uh, he's uh, probably very well known, wrote most of the books in the New Testament, um, but his, his life and his, his journey um, shows him to be very much human, and that's Paul. The Apostle Paul, he, I don't know if you know his story, but he started off... Um, in the early church days, he actually persecuted the Christians and, and killed, murdered, slaughtered them. Um, uh, was uh, probably the most scariest guy on, on the corner. Um, <laughs> a scariest guy on the block. Um, and, and so um, Christians lived in fear of him. Then God entered his life, radically changed him. And he became the leading figure for evangelism amongst um, people who weren't Jews. So, and he wrote most of the New Testament. And it was incredible. It's incredible to read the Bible and to see that this guy who's, you look at him and you think there's no way he's past saving. He's even killed Christians. How can he become a Christian after that? He's hurt Christians. How can, he, how, how can God use somebody like that? Um, somebody who's, who's gone so far the other direction, but God went and touched his life and radically changed him to the point where his, his life is a testimony to all of us. And we read the words that he writes to um, fellow Christians every single day. Um, uh, and so I really like Paul is what I'm trying to say. I really like him. I really like how human he is. He talks about how like he wants to, he wants to do the good things, but sometimes he doesn't. And sometimes he does the bad things. Um, oh, he doesn't want to do the bad things, but he does them anyways. Um, and that's a very 
Very relatable thing there. Now, we've been talking about revival as well and Thanksgiving and all of these things. And, and I think sometimes when we think about revival, um, particularly, we think that it needs to be led by these super Christians. We, need, we think it needs to be led by super um, amazing, like prophetic, um, crazy, talented, like they, they were born and they came out speaking tongues. Um, and we think that, oh, I can't, I can't um, be a part of what God's doing or um, maybe I, it's okay that I just live like a part life, a part-time Christian life because I'm, I wasn't, you know, coming out of the wombs um, laying hands on people or anything like that. Um, but I think when you look at the Bible, you often see that the major works of God and his kingdom were done by very ordinary men and women who were just blessed with the extraordinary grace of God. That's it. That's it. And so when I, when I think of like how human I felt this year, I, I, I remind myself sometimes that I'm, I am ordinary. Um, you know, my mom tells me I'm special. Uh, <laughs> but I am actually just, <laughs> go mom, somewhere out there doing the braai. Um, uh, but, but I am just ordinary, and I'm, I know I'm, I'm standing up here with the lights and all of that stuff, but I'm very much human, and I make mistakes, and I'm not perfect. Um, but God's grace is extraordinary, and he's the one who's done far beyond what I could ever imagine in my life. And even through the really difficult times where, where I've struggled and and, and it feels like there's storm after storm after storm coming in. God's grace has been extraordinary. He's been the one who's been phenomenal and, and reaching out and surrounding me with people. Um, now, now, I'm talking around Paul, um, and I'm going to get to the whole internship side of things, I promise. Um, but one of the things that Paul said in the Bible, he wrote in Romans 12, um, he said, Romans 12 verse 1, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. And you read that and you go, oh, that's living sacrifices? Bro, chill. Um, (laughs) Like, uh, that sounds like it'll be quite warm um, (laughs) or or very uncomfortable, at least. Um, uh, and, And it's true. It kind of is. Christian life isn't easy. Um, and it's not a part-time job. It's actually a, a, a living sacrifice. And so first time I read this, I was like, oh gosh, I'm, uh, I'm not that kind of a Christian. I'm, I'm, I like to do my life. And then, but the whole living sacrifice thing, that feels like a lot. Um, but I got really challenged by that um, several years ago. God really met me in a, in a dark space and asked me, are you willing to be all in? All in. Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. It's not a, a lukewarm or a, um, you know, like a mild cheer when we say, everyone give praise to God. And you're just like, yeah. It's, a, it's an all in. It's a no holds barred. It's a not caring what other people think. It's a my life was nothing without him. And, and he gave everything for me. So how can I not give everything for him? Why am I supposed to be the one who goes, yeah, God, I like that you've given me your, your son, 
I love Jesus that you sacrificed your life for me, but I'll, I'll, I'll clock into that every Sunday and, and carry on with my life for the rest of the week. Or, or I'll put aside five minutes for you every day, um, but the rest of the time it's my life to live. And in our Western culture, we get really attached to our life. And we go, oh, it's, it's mine. I get to do with my life what I want. But if you are a Christian and you've given your life to God, that's not your life anymore. Right, See, we weren't, we weren't made to live our own lives. I know that's a really weird concept. We were made to be in relationship with God. And if we're honest, if we live our own lives, it doesn't turn out pretty. Either for us or for the people around us. We've all hurt people or we've been hurt. We've made mistakes. We've gone down the wrong paths because we tried to live our lives and make our lives our own. But if we offer our bodies as living sacrifices to the one who sacrificed himself for us, how can we not go all in for him? All in. Galatians 2.20, one of my favorite verses, is quite brutal. It says, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live, I live, in the, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So, how do we live all in? Well, one of the ways you can do that is by interning next year. <laughs> Such a smooth segue. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I'm serious, though. I, internship aside, I really want to challenge you. If you have a think to yourself, go home tonight. How are you going to live all in for God? What does all in look like for you? Because I can tell you for a fact that it doesn't look like thinking about God every Sunday. It's an every single day of the week kind of deal. It's at every moment that you can remember. And again, we're not perfect. I, I sometimes go more than just an hour without praying to God. Um, uh, but God still welcomes us back in. But it's not my life to live anymore. It's not your life to live anymore. It's God's to do with as you will. And trust me that it's going to be hard and it's going to be messy, but it's going to be so much more full and rewarding and satisfying than anything that you could do with your own life. Um, but for me, for my journey at least, it looked like giving God a year to just go, God, I know where you're calling me. I was living my own life. I was going in my own direction. I knew what I wanted to do with my life. I wanted to go into clinical psychology. Um, and I'd studied for six years um, doing that. So I've got my master's in, in uh, psychology at the moment. Um, but God uh, radically changed that direction. And he went in and he said, no, look, I, I know that you've got a student loan and all that, but I want you to do something else and I want you to give me your whole life. Now, for each of us, some of us, it doesn't look like giving your life to ministry, um, church ministry, but it does look like giving yourself to ministry, whether it's ministry in your workplace, ministry in your family, ministry amongst your friends, in your school, in your university. Do you want to give God your life and do you want to enter into full-time ministry? Because that's what it means to be all in for God. To treat your week, your weekday, your Monday, your Tuesday, your Wednesday, your Thursday, your Friday, like a ministry day. You have permission. 
God, God did it all for you. And he's calling you. He's calling you to give you a him, your all. And so for me, it looked like doing an internship. And it was phenomenal. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Michael was amazing. He, um, thank you, Michael. Yeah. There's something about being mentored and, and learning um, intentionally about God and about the Bible and about um, what it looks like to be a leader, whether it's in your field, but a leader for God. Um, and we're all called to be leaders for God and to, to impact the world for him. Um, and, uh, and so the courses that we did were in incredibly interesting for one, um, but also it was really um, uh, important to have some of those foundational building blocks because sometimes um, we don't actually get to learn as much as we like when we're young. And so then we have to go and, and learn things like um, what book comes after Haggai in the Bible. I bet some of you didn't even know that was a book in the Bible. <laughs> uh, and, and, and what like the, the context around things are and all of that stuff, that's actually really, really important to being discipled well. So I encourage you, if, if all in looks like interning, go for it, because I don't regret any of it. It was hard, but it was worth it. The second thing that I learned, well, one of the things that I learned in my internship um, uh, was the word pace. Um, it was a word that God gave me at the start of the year, and I, I'll be honest, I, I feel that now. Um, because sometimes we can look at like the idea of going all in, and we can go, ooh, that's a lot. That doesn't sound sustainable, to go all in, to commit yourself fully. Um, I can't do that. I'll burn myself out. Burnout being the catchphrase for most people um, uh, in, in our culture at the moment. Um, and so instead of burning out, or because of the fear of burning out, we hold ourselves back from what God wants us to do. See, burnout will only happen if, if you don't pace yourself. There's, there's a... Um, and, and if you don't take care of yourself as well and surround yourself with good people who are like, hey, chill, like take a nap, you might need it, eat something. Um, but Paul said another really wise words um, in 1 Corinthians 9 verse 24. He says, do you not know that in a race all runners run, but only one gets the prize? So run in such a way as to get the prize. Pace is important. There's many ways that we can take this verse and we can learn from it, but pace is the direction that I want us to just land on right now. Um, see, we can, we can often try treating all in as a, as a, um, as a sprint. And I've, I've done running in, I know, um, it's, it's, I haven't done it in a while, but <laughs> I used to do competitions. And, um, and when I first started, I got really excited in the beginning, and I sprinted, and I gave it everything. And then I exhausted myself, so midway, everyone started passing me. And I was like, no, what? But I couldn't, I, I didn't have any energy left in me to, to pace myself. Well, I didn't pace myself, so I had no energy left in me to finish the race well, to win the prize. Um, so run in such a way as to get the prize. Sometimes we spend so much time doing for God and sprinting hard, doing things for him, trying to get all the tasks done that we forget to be with the one who gave us everything to be with the one who gave us his all just so he could be in relationship with us. See, God is more interested in you than he is interested in what you do. 
I mean, he's, he's interested in what you do, but he's more interested in you. He wants relationship with you and you and you. He wants to know you and he wants to be with you. And so sometimes we can get so caught up in, in um, sprinting the race and, and doing the things that we forget to slow down and just be. To slow down and just take that time in the morning or, or take that time in the middle of a really stressful moment to thank God for what he's done. Gratitude is such a powerful tool because it just recenters you to God. Recenters your focus onto what God is doing in that moment. And I can tell you that I've, I've had moments this year where I did not slow down and I was busy doing things for God and I ended up exhausting myself. And there were other moments where even though the world itself was so crazy busy, when I took that time to just spend time with God, even if it was just half an hour in the mornings, I had peace inside me that lasted for the entire day. And that's what God gives you is just enough for the day so that you come back again the next day and the next day and the next day. See, we're talking about all, all in, being all in for God. What does all in look like for you? What does it look like for you? I really want you guys to think on that. Because how you answer that question changes who you are right now and changes the person that's going to walk out that door. If you decide, oh, like all in for me, it's, it's a bit much, it's a bit of a big ask, that's okay. I'm going to ask you that again next week and the week after. Because God wants all of you. He wants every single part of you. He doesn't, and he doesn't care about the messy parts. He wants all of that. And so I just want to take some time right now. Um, there's people who have come in here tonight and, and you've been wrestling with God for a while and you've been wrestling with this idea of giving him your all because if you're honest, you like doing it your way. But I did it my way and, and, and it didn't really work out. I kept mucking up and I kept on... I kept on stumbling and I, I couldn't finish the journey. I couldn't finish the race by myself. And, and I, almost every person I've met, actually every person I've met, because we're all human, like Paul, we're all human. If we're honest, we've mucked up. And we need God. We need him desperately. He's our strength. So if you've been wrestling with this idea of being all in, I want to give you an opportunity right now to respond to him. Whether that looks like giving your heart to God for the first time, whether that looks like um, you rededicating your life to God, whether that looks like you just going, God, you know what? I love you and, and I do have a relationship with you, but I don't want to just have a relationship with you. I want to commit my entire life to you. I want to go into full-time ministry for you. I want to give everything that I have to the one who gave me everything that he had. Isn't that such a beautiful love? Such a beautiful love to go, these people didn't even, well, we didn't even need, wait, no, God didn't even need us. <laughs> God didn't even need us. He didn't have to. Send his son to die for our sins, to die for all of our wrongs, to save us. He didn't need to do that at all. Jesus didn't need to die on that cross for us. He didn't have to. 
But he did anyways, and he gave everything because he loves you. And he wants all of you, everything.